Hello and namaste. I'm your spiritual advisor, Dusty McLavin, and welcome to the Mind Jazz Spirit Finger Hour. Let's do some warm-up mental stretches to focus ourselves because it's going to be an intense one today. Imagine yourself saying something. Did a little thought bubble pop up over your projected self? How cute. What's it say? If the thought bubble reads car house or any combination of those two words, you're in the clear. If the thought bubble reads mad ape receptacle, you need to see a doctor immediately. You've probably got three days left, tops. Well, that was fun. Let's start getting limber by doing a few warrior poses. If you're dual classing into a cleric or shaman with your warrior pose, please sit down on your mat in silence for five minutes and think about what you've done, nerd. Now raise to one leg slowly and let the other one pretend it's a cat. What's the color of the cat? No one cares, really. Now let's try to truly focus here and work on becoming empty. Just imagine yourself as a hollow jug crumbling at the thought of ever containing something again. Ah, already there, but I'll give you a little bit longer. Emptiness is easier for someone who has outlived all of his children in very extravagant and nautical ways. Hmm. I feel like I'm forgetting about some sort of removal service visiting, but we're here to live in the moment. Om it up and repeat after me. The eldest daughter will have the hot salad. 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 younger brother, Jeff. Uh, that's uh, Jeff with a G, like G-E-O, you know, spelling it the fun way. Uh, a lot of people get hung up on that spelling, you know? A lot of people get hung up on the spelling of cormorant, too. Like, how many O's? How many A's? Is there an E in there? Uh, what? Uh, but just remember, it takes two O's to be in the know, and just one A to be on the way. <laughs> Vowels, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, just calling to tell you I've been going through your leavings. Uh, and all I gotta say is, keep it up. We're all really impressed with what you have and haven't been doing. You should be getting some official documentation in the mail pretty soon, but... Uh, between you and me and the lamppost, I get a little tired of the more traditional forms of communication. But I guess that's why I'm just Jeff. I was I was spelling just with a G there. Guess that's guess that's hard to tell, not in writing. <laughs> anyway, uh, you should be checking your mailbox about once every 45 minutes for the next six to eight weeks. Mommy, maybe every 30 minutes just to be safe. Okay, love you, bye. It doesn't matter what the host tells you. Just make sure that they give you a seat downstairs. 
And I do mean downstairs. As the weather cools, you may find yourself reaching for that warm and comforting knitted sweater. I do nothing of the sort, because I'm Miranda Bohoween, and this is Sugar and Spite. I'm far from alone in finding autumn to be my favorite of the seasons. The air is chilled, the leaves are blazing out in furious colors before they die, and Philip's birthday is in late October, and with each one of those, he comes closer to his own final turn of the leaves. But of course, one of the greatest bounties that comes with the encroaching months of darkness is that of the harvest. As the world grows ever colder, root vegetables are a delicious necessity to carry you through to the inevitable stabbing light of springtime. I enjoy making a simple stew out of yams, turnips, parsnips, and a little bit of fresh ginger. I claim all these roots by plunging my hands into the cold earth. I can't feel my fingertips by the time I can pull them to the surface. That's how I know they'll be the best. Of course, one can't speak of autumn foods without speaking of apples. Each year brings a bevy of new varieties to the market. Honeycrisp, Northern Spy, Zestar, Pacific Rose, Ansipin. My personal preferred eating apple is the viciously tart Green Witch. I recommend taking slow, bracing bites while looking out of your favorite staring window until your hand is entirely empty. Your mother may have told you when you were small that eating the seeds would cause them to grow in your stomach, but of course we know that's absurd. That ground lies fallow, except for our most plentiful crop, resentment. For baking, sauces, and savory uses, I prefer to use Red Delicious. Nothing brings a special flavor to a homemade pie like knowing you've put within it the most hated apple. Its flesh does not yield easily, even when hot. The best desserts are the ones you can truly sink your teeth into, for that keeps them sharp and ready. Next time, we'll discuss the best wines for pica. You may have been taught to only pair red wines with a mouthful of red earth, but you were taught incorrectly by a liar. Tune in to learn the truth. I'm Miranda Bohoween, reminding you to stay hungry. As I always like to say, dear listeners, baking is like poetry. Nobody cares about it. This episode of Brian Weekly was written and performed by Brandon Carhouse Kirkman, Whitney forgot to credit her last week, Reynolds, and Michael Nobody Cares Arthur, who also does our music. Everyone at Brian HQ is in a tizzy about orbs. Orbs are the hot new thing. Adults love orbs. Kids collect them. Teens stare into them enraptured for hours. Summon an orb of your own today by chanting 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 15, 16, 17, or. And follow Brian on Twitter at Brian